What companies deserve your hard-earned dollar? Which would you want to work for? How can you know if they share your values? Just ask us. Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks who really means business in supporting workers, customers, communities, the environment, and shareholders. We measure progress, track success, and help them be better. When you see the Just Capital seal, you know what's real because just business is better business. Visit justcapital.com to learn who makes your dollar count. To 3HL. Powered by Ryan Kelly and the HomeLoanExpert.com. With Brent Doherty, Don Davenport, and Ron Slay. Welcome into 3HL on 104.5 The Zone live in Clarksville, Queen City, right? We are here. We are in the building. In, in the building. In the building. Yeah. Mayor's not in the building. No, he's not. Don Davenport here to get you through this Thursday alongside... Oh, well, wait for it. Yeah, a little late. <laughs> yes. Alongside the always hyped. Yeah. Ever hype. Yeah. And now it's all over Twitter, too. You're and viral. Little, uh, and viral. Ron Slate is viral. Viral. Oh, Rocket Top. Rocket Top. Let's go, baby. This is this the proper kind, intro. This kind, this kind. No Man, if they thought it had a roof, they were sadly no mistaken, Babsy. No sadly mistaken. No no I did not bust the roof. No I did not roof. bust through the sunroof. No the car came without Rocket one. Yes. We rolled it, baby. The VFL himself. In the building in Clarksville, we'd love for you to come join us. Um, our Titans football feast. We are at a Buffalo Wild Wings every single Thursday. And today it just happens to be in Clarksville. I expect to see a lot of our Clarksville people. I love Clarksville. They yes. always show out here. They show love here, Babs. And here's the deal. If you actually come to this location and hang out with us, mm-hmm. you can put your name in the box. Name in the box. For Titans tickets against the Raiders. And here's the deal. We're giving away four total sets mm-hmm. of tickets. Mm-hmm. So we'll give away one pair of tickets every single hour. Yes. Wait I don't on us know, to, about the 20. Yeah, about the yeah, 20. About yeah. the end of the 20. But you got to wait on us to tell you got to get here to put it in the box. Correct, Babson. So, and then also, of course, Kelly with Buffalo Wild Wings. Love him. Always mm-hmm. offers up a pair of club-level tickets to the Titans game. That'll be the Titans Raiders game from Buffalo Wild Wings and also a $100 gift card. He's throwing that in too. So lots of reasons for you to come hang out with us. Of course, good food, uh, good drinks, and yeah. Guess what, though, Titans man? tickets. What? We got we to add something to that. Okay. So with each pair of tickets that are given out, guess what they get? Tell me. They get a VIP tailgate pass too to come party with your boy. And pregame, oh. <laughs> yes, at the Bridge Building, brought to you by Bullseye Event Group. Come on over there with me and C. Wiz, three hours before every home game, but in particular this game because we're giving a pass away. You get to come on over there. So you get the game early. You get to park. You, get to, you ain't got to worry about that, all the headache of the, the crowd. Just come in there, drink, food, party, music, socialize, Play. tighten up, get hype. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, back up. So are you going, are you driving back to Nashville Saturday night? You better believe it, Babsy. To show up at this tailgate early Sunday morning, ready to go? Babsy. This is just going to be a weekend-long party This for is you. it. Ain't no sleep till Monday. <laughs> and I mean, it's been the wee hours of the night. Wee hours, Kelly. 
That's when I'm going to sleep the wee hours. <laughs> but, yeah, and Ooh, guess what else, Babsy? So you come in here, put your name in the box, in and the we box. also have, Babsy, along box. with us. Yes. Along with that, Babs, we got two $50 gift cards, too. Okay. For so Buffalo we Wild Wings. That away, so we're just giving At away any Buffalo time. Wild Wings. It ain't even got to be here, but you can put your name in the box here in Clarksville. That is make it happen. We have a packed show. So when we yes. were talking about what we have yesterday, we do our promo, kind of talk about what's coming up the next day. I'm like, man, we got some good stuff going on. First of all, another VFL, which I'm sure we'll get to hear about uh, the Tennessee-Florida game a little bit from him. Ramon Foster will join us. But honestly, I really want to pick his brain about what I call the offensive line of the week, which would be the Tennessee Titans offensive line and their performance last week and how it can get better. So we'll kind of pick Ramon Foster's brain about that. Yes. Lord of mercy. Um, Greg Cosell, what really went wrong in that Mm -hmm. Bills game? And, and, you know, we talk a lot with Cosell on this show about how the Titans, you know what they want to do. You know what they want to run the ball. Well, when your offensive line's struggling, you're not able to do that. And then your offensive line's not able to protect and your passing game is not able to function separate from your run game, guess what? That score we saw last week is kind of what happens. Yes. What did the tape tell? I know we had some callers yesterday that wanted to talk about the Titans' secondary and the struggle Mm -hmm. at corner. Uh, We'll hit Greg Cosell on that. And then we'll look ahead. Yeah. Look ahead, do a little preview of what is to come on Sunday. We got Kevin Dyson coming up at 5 o'clock. Dr. Kevin Dyson. Chat with him, and then also Matt Miller of mm-hmm. ESPN at 520. What does he think well, about the Titans and what is going on here in Nashville right now? You know what else, Babson? What? You can't never leave this part out. This is uh, the most important part. How could I? 445, the Miller Lite Wash Away Toast will be taking place. And, hey, if we've needed it more than, more than ever, we okay. need it now. I mean, this is the time. I was thinking about that this morning, your Wash Away Toast. I'm like, I hope he's prepared something because... I felt like last week, you know, it was, okay, the Titans were the better team, but we had to wash that away. Oh, here we go. Titans man, fans they, in the house. Man, they got the real bling, though. <laughs> that I brought, is real I brought bling. Mine. I don't even want to put mine on my Titans necklace no more, man. Yeah. Golly. But he's got Swarovski crystals up on that. <sighs> man, shining, man. It's one of gracious. those big Titans I kind of feel ashamed. Chains. I'm matching, though. <laughs> I, I, uh. We'll get it together. Um. Anyway, so your wash away toast better be fired today. Yeah, it's, it's needed. needed. It's needed. Babs. It is <laughs> most definitely needed. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are you What are you looking forward to today? What are you looking forward to talking about besides Tennessee, Man, and Florida? I, I'm looking for Cosell to tell me something that I didn't see on the film, um, because you know, I, Tuesday I went out and said, and I pulled back, especially when you got there on Wednesday, that Derrick Henry was running soft. Right. And, and I, I disagreed. Yeah, you disagreed. And when you disagreed, it made me go look at the film again, and I was like, you know what, Babs got a point. Like, how can he run downhill if he can't even get to the hill? Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? So I, I want to take that back, and I want to ask Cosell, what did you see, like you said, with the, with the offensive line and things of that nature, and how did he see anything positive to take from it that you can put on film and say, all right, guys, if we can do this better then we'll be okay. If we can get everybody doing this, like, that's all sweet. What was going on with that? Had he seen that before on film to make the Titans incorporate that into their play, their play uh, calling, um, like, what was that about? So 
that's 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 one thing. And also, you said you want to hit on savagery um, about the O line as well. Yep. I want to hit on them about the atmosphere that's going to be taking place up there in Knoxville. Um, what it's like being on the field when it's chaotic like that, um, and, and and just what that rivalry means. Um, One of the best atmospheres in all of college football. Mm -hmm. And I don't care if you're a Tennessee fan or not. I don't care if you despise the Rocky Top song Mm -hmm. like a lot of non-Tennessee fans do. Right. That is one of the best atmospheres in college football. And I've worked a ton of Tennessee games for ESPN. Haven't worked any, like, super big, you know, night games Mm -hmm. or, or, you know, Mm -hmm. anything like that. But even when Tennessee football was struggling. Yeah. That yeah. fan base shows up and they're loud and it doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, that is right. always a tough place to play. So this one with college game day in town. Yes. It's the big game yes. of the week. It's the <laughs> SEC game of the week. I mean, Ooh. I can only imagine what that atmosphere will be like. And what is that atmosphere like for a quarterback who is now starting in his first or playing in his first road game right. in the SEC of the season? So you, you haven't gotten accustomed to it mm-hmm. yet. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and how do you handle that, especially if you're banged up and, you and you're not able to do what you normally can do as a player, and especially for that kid's game Yeah. and what he does well. Coming in a little shorthanded. That's, I mean, that's a recipe for disaster. And guess what, Babson? Coming in shorthanded, a little banged up, everything you said, nobody cares. Oh, I know Nobody. you don't care. Oh, yeah. I, and I, I heard I, it yesterday. I don't give a damn. That's right. Go on. <laughs> that's right, Babs. About Florida. Steve Spurrier. That's right. Not showing that's up. Right. That's right, Babs. That's <laughs> the right. The visor yeah. ain't coming back. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right, Babs. It's mean, and I mean it every bit of it. But <laughs> oh, okay, we got to say, we got to say, everybody, you can tune in, man. Zone TV is up and popping and running, so you can join us all right there on YouTube, on Facebook, on Twitter. And Twitch. Twitch, please. Okay, man. So lock in. Y'all make sure y'all hit the, the, the like button, man. We would really love that. But we got a lot to dive into, Babsy. We got things to give away. We got people to hear from, 615-737-1045. We got a lot going on, so we will squeeze say, in when we can. I know that we have a lot of guests today yep. um, and, and a lot of phenomenal guests, mm-hmm. but we will squeeze calls in in between. Yes. What are you worried about? Where do you need to see more from the Titans on mm-hmm. Sunday? You know, what are you excited about college football-wise yes. on Saturday? Obviously, Florida and Tennessee is, is all the talk, but there's some other good games out yeah, there. Yeah, and them in Arkansas. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. I'm working Baylor at Iowa State. Which Babs is, are going to Ames. Know, going to Ames. <laughs> not, not sure what to do in Ames. <laughs> what to expect out there? <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. Now, that is an early 11 a.m. kick, you mm-hmm. know. That's, uh, mm-hmm. I have a feeling that crowd will still show up, though. But no a lot of good games out there, and... We want you to be involved in today's show as well. 615-737-1045. We have Ramon Foster, the OG, yeah. coming up after this break. But then we will take your calls after we chat with Ramon. Titans and Balls Talk is coming up next on 3HL. Stick around. Searching HVAC near here. Right here, ma'am. How can we help? Wow. Nobody local? Huh. Wait, what? We are an HVAC company literally in your neighborhood. Why is she not seeing us? Just all the big chains. Well, it is what it is. What in the... Can you not see us? Nope, they can't see you. Because you're buried deep in the list of local HVAC providers. You are invisible online. Introducing Cumulus Boost. Get a boost, get found, get on the map. Learn more at CumulusBoost.com.
They be like smooth. What? Can you teach me how to dug it? You know why? Cause all the girls love me. Hey. All I need is a beat that's super bumpin'. And for you, you, you to back it up and dunk it. Get it. Put your arms out front, lean side to side. Welcome back to 3HL and welcome back to Clarksville, Tennessee. We are at the Buffalo Wild Wings in Clarksville. Address is 110 Southampton Place. If you want to come on over and see us. Clarksville peeps know where this is. One of my favorite B-dubs out of all the ones that we go to. I love the setup, love the bar, love all the TVs. So come on in and uh, hang with us for a little bit. Ron mm-hmm. Slay is here. What's happening? Guess who else we have? Who? The OG. Who the Big hell? Big Savagery? Ramon. Hey. You know. Say my name. Ramon. Do <laughs> what? Say my name. I don't have a damn clue who the hell you are. Yeah, you do. Do you respect the bad guy? <laughs> Ramon. 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 Ramon Foster <laughs> is with us. I know who you are. You got, uh, you got any... <laughs> You got anything left in those legs? Can you go block for the Titans? You know what? At this point, I just might. They put Jamarco <laughs> Jones on IR, too? Yeah, mm-hmm. it's not pretty. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what to say. <laughs> I'm not trying to be a Debbie, you know, a Debbie Downer about this, but, man, like, finding an offensive lineman right now, that's, that's a stretch. So, I'm hoping they got a better plan than I have in my head right now. <laughs> yep, you said it. Jamarco Jones with the tricep injury just went to IR, obviously didn't practice. And then on that injury report, too, Taylor Lewan, uh, we saw that knee injury, didn't practice again today. No new information on what's going on there, but obviously that doesn't look good. So, Ramon, we're going to start with the negative Boom. before we go talk uh, about this Tennessee-Florida game on Saturday. First, Ooh. we're going to talk about this Titans offensive line because – I went back and watched specifically that group when I went back to watch the game. And I, I thought it was bad from left to right. Like, it, it, it yeah. wasn't one that stood out to me. But in a big picture question, what went wrong with that unit? Uh, couldn't find any cohesion as far as the uh, run game goes. You guys know, like I know, the Titans are a run-first team, have always been, and unless something changes, you know, over these next few weeks, I think they're going to stay that way. So they can't afford to to have games where that that run game's not clicking. And uh, this is the way it operates, too, sometimes. You know, Derek is a guy that beats you down over time. With that being said, if if they're not getting the yards that he wants or you continue to get negative yards, then that really makes you go to what you're not good at, and that's throwing the ball through the air. And that's kind of what we saw this past weekend. Um, it, it wasn't just bad as far as giving up sacks and stuff like that. There was pressure that was given up, but just first and second down ate the Titans up. And it was just, you know, one of those days that nothing worked for you. And, and, and this is the other side of it, too, is the Bills are a really good team. I think we all witnessed that this past Monday night simply because Offensively, they were good. Defensively, they got uh, takeaways. And then on special teams, whether it was a rookie and Kyle Phillips that did or not, I mean, you got to admit, they got turnovers on special teams. To me, that said that team is clicking. They're clicking really good really early within, you know, at the beginning of the season. And I hate that the Titans were, you know, a product of what they were good at on on, on primetime football. Well, Savagery, listen. 
When we talk about King Henry going downhill and getting going and finding the crease and being able to break it, the and offensive being better line with twenty five <laughs> yeah. carries a game. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. that bring that brings in every time I talk about the trenches, man, on either side of the ball, it's a part called physicality that goes hand in hand with it. Are you even mm-hmm. seeing that out of the guys? Like when I went back and watched the film, it was difficult to find parts where you could just say Okay, well, well, he's being physical right here. Maybe that could trickle down. Did you see any of that while watching? You know what? Even if you did see one guy be physical, you didn't see all five. You know, like that's the thing yeah. about an offensive line is it takes time to kind of grow together. And you got to look at the situation. Taylor's, you know, back from the ACL, but she got a new left guard. You got yeah. Ben Jones also who's an older player, and I never crap on an older player. If you continue to play, man, do your thing. I'm all for it. But Ben goes down a little bit in the game. You have to move Aaron Brewer over also. You got Nate, who's just now getting back into the lineup, too. I think he missed a good bit of uh, preseason for undisclosed reasons, and he wasn't in. And now you also got a rookie right tackle who was in a competition with a guy that was supposed to take that spot, actually started off camp in that position, but lost it. So there hasn't been any cohesion. There hasn't been any buildup of what a, you know, a, an offensive line should be. I'm sorry to kind of like break the news about it, but those guys got to kind of go. They 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 kind of have have to have some you know some bumps and bruises and bad games because all that does is make that group come closer. The biggest issue with the Titans' offensive line, and I'd almost go with uh, Cincinnati too. Cincinnati's mm-hmm. invested a lot of money in their offensive line, and I think people think that you can just put that group together. And then boom, they're they're good. No, you got to figure out how the guy to the right or left of you works. You got to also figure out new guys. How much help do you need from me? How much emphasis of of what you do well do we need to focus on? How do we hide your deficiencies? That's what Cincinnati's going through right now. So it's not just a Tennessee thing. We're seeing teams across the league. The Steelers, they're in the exact same situation also, where you expect because you got pedigree guys that they're supposed to just okay, it's supposed to click. No. Look at the teams and how you, you build, how coaches have built them up. They start with probably a tackle. Then they go get a center. Then they get a couple guards. Then they have one of the system guards come into play. And next thing you know, you've got a group of guys that have been together, grown up together, and you can say, man, that is a bad unit right there. You look at uh, Buffalo. They've kind of done that a little bit. I'll be completely honest with you, too. I know mm-hmm. this is going to sound very weird to kind of say, but people laugh at Detroit when they went out and got that tackle last year. But if you look at their team right now, they're building from the inside out, meaning yeah. we can handle golf for as long as we want to, but guess what? I got a left tackle. I got an all-pro center or a pro bowl center. I got a young right tackle that's really good. And you put those groups of guys together, and you say, grow up together. And mind mm-hmm. you, the quarterback, he's going to figure it out. And, and and that's what I feel like they're doing. To me, Detroit's next piece will probably end up being a franchise guy simply because they got a group in front of them uh, that's going to be able to protect that guy and make him feel comfortable. Look, that's the same thing that Dallas ended up doing with Dak. Dak looked good and Zeke looked good because they ended up having Smith at left tackle. Then they go get a guard. Then they get a center. And then they go get a second-round uh, tackle out of LSU, and they just started plugging and playing that left guard. Like, hey, you, when you yeah. have four of the five or three of the five that are young enough and grow up together, 
you get those results, Savage. So, yeah, I saw, you know, uh, NPF be physical. I was able to see Nate clean up some bodies, but it wasn't five guys that won because it kind of takes time, and the Titans aren't in that position. Cincinnati's not in that position to kind of say, all right, grow up. No, this team here at Nashville won't results now because you look at Derrick Henry, you kind of say to yourself, how much time we got left with him? Oh, man, we got to start paying Jeff. Oh, man, Nate got to get paid. Like, that, yeah. it kind of speeds up the process, but there's no real time to really allow that type of development, man. And it sucks because, like you said, too, Bass, it's not just a one-group thing. It's tight ends. I mean, on that toss left, on one of those uh, toss left, you had a tight end get beat with Von Miller getting into the backfield. It looks like the OL, but that was a tight end. All of that has to come together. And going 0-2, feeling that pressure of another team coming into your city that's 0-2, it gives you a lot of uneasiness, and I'll be—we've been there too. You just got to get the first one, and that's what they're looking for this weekend. Okay, so my positive takeaway from what you were talking about <laughs> with that offensive line is that that cohesion can happen. Like there's hope, yeah. and, and we saw it last year. Honestly, we saw it last year. They were bad to start the year. Yeah. Now, obviously, it's different pieces, too, but they were not good to start the year. They got better. It was still a problem, right. but they got better as the season went along. So is there hope with the pieces that are there now that that cohesion can get better? It is, but you're really not afforded the time Uh-oh. for it, Bab. <laughs> because That's a no. The skip. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't want to say no. Absolutely right. not. But the issue is this. Okay, you got the Raiders trying to get back to 500. You got them, and they're trying to get a dub also. But then you go to the Colts, and then you go to Washington, which has a really good defense also, and then you get a bye. And guess what you got after that? You got the Colts again, and then you got to go to Houston with a head coach in Lovey Smith who's really good at, at, at defense, right? We know that to be true. So you gotta, you're in an ongoing battle, and it doesn't get easier because you got Kansas City. Your real first break might be the Denver Broncos. And what you don't want then is Russell to actually start making plays. Yeah, because you know that's going to happen eventually, right? At some point. Yeah, exactly. And then you're fighting up sure, against Sure, it'll be Green right Bay. in time. Right. Exactly. So huh. the, the bye week should say a lot. They probably will almost go back into like a light camp mode. So, all right, let's reset. No matter what the record is at that, at that time, Bab, just simply because if Luan is out, you pretty much have a youthful offensive line aside from Ben. So you can start just getting grimy and, and practices and start hardening yourself to a lot of just, okay, we got to have a hard reset. And you want it to be by that bye week by either getting this game this week, getting one of those Colts games, um, winning at, at, at Washington, and just make it to the bye and, and reshift then. All right. Check this out, Savager. Now let me okay. let me let me insert a little bit of hope. Um, hopefully, <laughs> some hope. Hopefully, <laughs> um, you know I'm a big guy. I'm a guy that's big on experience. You know, what I mean, you can walk me through it. Um, you've been a part of a situation where you've had you've lost a great running back. You've been able to sub in a running back because your line was together. That running back go for a thousand yards. Have you ever been a part of a situation where? You got two pieces 
on the line that are vets and everybody else you're trying to plug and go and then maybe one goes out and it's just one left from like the time with you, the Castro, Pouncey, Big Al, um, and then your right tackle, you could kind of plug and go on your right tackle as it went. But have you ever been a part where it was just two of you guys? And how do you get through that? No, it ain't ever just been two. We've had at least three. Um, yeah. and, and, and that's what you don't want. And, and nowadays, too, with the practice squad being as big as it is, like 16 guys in the practice squad, like it's great for the guys because they're employed. It's terrible for teams who are trying to manage their rosters. Like normally there will probably be one or two good quality or decent guys left out on the free agent market, but most of the teams are thinking the same thing. Get as much talent as we can. We saw that with David and Nenny. The Phillies yeah. come snatch him, you know, just because, well, you're not going to use him. Well, let me take him because I'm allowed to right now. And right. That, that's where, you, you know, the issue comes into play. But, again, if it's just J-Rob we trust and you trust the methods in which they have dealt with guys bringing in and out and that standard has been upheld, anything is possible. And, and that's kind of just where I am. It's not doom and gloom as it may sound like for me. I'm just telling you, like, I guess where I'm coming from is the urgency has to be now. And that right. urgency is getting that first dub. Like, it's not doom and gloom. It certainly is not. But it's a matter of your rookies don't have time to grow up. They need to be adults right now. Guys who are in those role positions, if you're if the starter in front of you go out, you got to go. You can't have rookies muffing punts two weeks in a, in a row, um, yeah. and you can't miss field goals. Like every when losing exposes a lot. Yeah, and, and, and I guess that's kind of <laughs> what I'm saying. Yeah, uh huh. I think you spot on with that. Yeah, a lot of a lot of things are amplified when you start to lose and. Those little things you take for granted, like a, a chip shot field goal, you know, a, a regular right. fair catch of a punt. Yeah, all that's heightened by a loss. Yeah, you're absolutely right. So before we switch over to uh, to your beloved Go balls, on. hold on, hold okay, on, bad, one more. Um, I'm curious because we talked about this yesterday, and, and if you watch some of that game, you know, I, I didn't put a lot on – Derrick Henry. I know some people were were all on Derrick Henry for not one. being Derrick Henry, mm -hmm. but you weren't. You weren't. I mean, all I went. I, yeah, no. I went all I in. mean, there's some I was people that are like, he's done. Yeah, he's I was done. Right yeah, him what, off. Yeah. I don't think mm -hmm. that's the case. I right. think the offensive line is really struggling. But there were some points where I thought, okay, maybe that's on play calling and Todd Downing, and then there were other times where I thought, well. Clearly, Ryan Tannehill can see what is in front of him. Like, why wouldn't he check out of something? Or, you know, what did you see offensively on some of those plays that you mentioned earlier, kind of the, the three straight to the left? You know, is that play calling? Is that Ryan Tannehill should be able to see what's in front of him and check out of something? What are you seeing as, as a guy who was in those trenches for 12 years? Well, I, I think in just in general, probably maybe 2020, a little bit of last year, where there was some check with me opportunities for Tannehill, and I think that was probably because they were just rolling on offense. As of late, to me, it seems like there's a call-it-and-go type of tempo to the Titans' offense. You know, and, and watching it, as, as you know, savvy as Tannehill has been and as old as he is in this league, too, he's double-digit years in this league. A guy like him should understand the offense or be given that free reign of like, all right, Tannehill, it's your show, go. But we're not really seeing that right now. So when you're in those fronts to where it's, hey, call and go, and it's a bad look, um, it, it just doesn't bode well. I, again, I'm not taking credit for nothing. But one thing I've been saying continuously and just, just consistently is this. 
if this offense want to go and you want to be able to do what you want to do in the run game and the pass game, Tannehill has got to take control of this offense. So they got to give him the keys to it. I honestly do think he can do it because he can read defenses. He can command yeah. the huddle. He has the respect of his team. I almost question why they don't allow that more often. It'd be times in the games for us, and I'm not comparing, you know, Tannehill to Ben, but they're like, all right, Ben, it's your show, call it. And it was just that. And it was, all right, guys, easy, 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 check with me. And we go to a better play. I'm not sure if we're consistently getting that, and that's one thing that I love to see because I heard Todd Downing earlier today, you know, he said, you know, why run the play two times to the left? Well, one was in regular and one was in sub defense. Well, if that's the case and it wasn't a good look in your sub-defenses when you have a nickel or dime in, well, if it's still not a good look in nickel when you're supposed to be big on body, big bodies on small bodies, well, where's the check at? Like, yeah. you can't set them up for failure if you think it's a good look and then you get lined up and it's not a good look. As much as I want to put a lot of blame on those guys, after hearing that, I'm like, where's the check with me? You know, college players get the check with me's, and the check with me is, oh, this ain't a good look. Hey, easy, easy. Like, like opposite or whatever you want to call it, flip it. Like, there's a lot of that that has to happen, and for some reason somebody's not tossing the keys to Tannehill or maybe Tannehill's not. I don't, I don't know what to say about not that Not turning the I key in the ignition or something? <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. That, well, and that's yeah, why man. that's great insight because that's what I, that is exactly what I thought. I've yeah. been saying it for two mm-hmm. days watching that film, so that's mm-hmm. really great insight on that. Like, why? I mean, at this point, you either trust Tannehill or you don't. You paid him, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. Let him let yeah, him exactly. do his job. So it's. Uh, I mean, uh, it, it's frustrating. And I know this fan base is a little frustrated, too. I didn't yes. even want to get like this with y'all today, man. <laughs> well, you know what? Let's switch gears, Ramon. <laughs> hey, Hunk, hit a little Rocky Top here. Maybe this will help. There you go. There you go, Ramon. How's that? That bring my boy back. That'll bring him back right Slay, there. I'll yeah, let I'm you back. start this combo. Savagery, let me ask you, man, uh, before we get out of here, dog, like we're going up there. We got the Calhouns. We we got a time on Calhouns. What time we pregaming um tailgate or whatever we got going on? Twelve to one thirty Eastern time. We'll be live okay. here on one oh four five also. I got some of my guys coming by. You'll be by. It'll be a great time on the river. We'll see the ball navy. Heck, we might even get the helicopter fly over or something. I don't know what's uh, gonna happen, but it's gonna be a uh, good time. Hey man, okay, so atmosphere getting ready I try to explain to people what it was like as a student athlete outside of football, getting ready for this week. Give me what goes into preparation for these rivalry games, especially of Florida coming up on the hill, knowing that you, you, you got some dogs to go fight with. Man, it's a good feeling. Knowing you're a good team, knowing yeah. you walk into that stadium and it's, it's all of them versus that little group over there on the sideline, and all you want to do is survive and get that dub. Like, it's, mm-hmm. it's nerves getting off the bus to go to the ball walk, it's nerves walking down that tunnel to go to the locker room. It's nerves going onto that field to say the team prayer. It's nerves as far as – and all of this is good nerves, good energy, good feel. Mm-hmm. Like, and, and, and Will kind of brought something up today as far as, you know, ball nation. Like, if there is an opportunity for something to go bad, don't harp on it then. It's a full 60-minute game because the guys aren't focusing on that. One turnover, one big play by Florida, you can't allow that type of stuff. And I think that's where when you know you got a good squad, like it, it, that's one of our game maxims. 
if the game of breaks right. go against you, don't let up, put on more steam. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. that's the mentality of a team, like, in, in a dogfight of what I think this is going to be against Florida. I'm looking forward to it, man. Buck Rising said he found the ticket to come up to the game, so he's going to yeah. get an opportunity to experience that because he's never seen it going to a Vanderbilt and Indiana University tailgate. No, this is <laughs> – I thought I, – I thought, okay, uh, Ole Miss last year was good, Savage, and you remember yeah. how that was. Yep. I think this one might be times three. Yeah. Yeah, we're going up we're going up a couple notches, man. So enough, man. I ain't gonna ask you for your prediction. Everybody can get that on Ramon and Will. Weekdays mornings from <laughs> six to ten on one oh four or five the zone. Y'all tap in with a big savager. We appreciate you, man. Go Vols, baby. Go Vols. Joe Hunk, you can't say that. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, we oh, we got him on the watch. We got now we got Hunk on the watch. We don't really know what, what side he on, two SEC teams. Yeah, he went Babs half the time. Babs, I thought I was going to hear from you today, too. I called you out like two, three times. I was just waiting for my phone to buzz, and you must have been asleep or something. I don't know I what was was going on. I was going to throw it out there, Savage. I you was going to throw it out there. No, this, I was on player yeah, yeah. calls this uh-huh. morning, so I didn't get to oh, listen this morning. Okay. Mm-hmm. I was, boy, I was waiting for that Don Davenport to, to pop up on my phone, and you let me down, Babsy. <laughs> oh, well, I'm about to have to go back and listen yeah, to you, it. You I'll get a nice earful on Monday. <laughs> I, you know what? I don't have a leg to stand on right now. My team's a disaster. Uh, oh, appreciate well, you, Savage. Everybody go through it. All right, y'all. Yeah. Right, yeah. Man. I'll ask you guys how to get through it. Because <laughs> yeah, we know. <laughs> you we guys dirt, know. We dirt, so no. All right. Hey, should we do a giveaway right yeah, now? Yeah, let's most definitely do it. CJ, you got the box? Oh, he's got to go get it. We'll take a break. We're going to take a break. We'll pick one of our pair of ticket winners right when we come back after the break. And if you want to jump in this conversation, yeah. uh, what Ramon just said about the Titans, really interesting. 615-737-1045. Give us a call. We'll give our way our first pair of tickets. you got to come here for the three sets of tickets that we're giving away. Put it in the box. B-dubs in Clarksville. Come here, and then we'll also give another pair of tickets away at 530 over the phone. Quick break. We'll be right back. This is 3HL1045 The Zone. I want to say welcome back to the Trey Tale, but I'm trying to figure out what Hunk think of us. It's Prince. We I, we understand that, but like like, what's the madness to the method? What's the method to the madness? Like, why'd you pick that? Because <laughs> I was feeling it. I saw it and I said, man, you know I haven't played any Prince in a while. Let's hit Prince. You don't need a good reason to hit Prince, except unless it's Vikings Week, then you don't do it. Why didn't you pick a different Prince song? <laughs> Joseph? That's bunk, Joe. Go folks! <laughs> no, no, no. They don't work we don't for need me. That. not claiming No, you. we don't need that right now. We don't need that. No. But what we do need is give away these tickets, though, yes. that we got. Yes. And. Right. CJ, let uh, Slade pick I got us. Oh, you already did it? Yep. Can you read it? I think I can. We're about to see. Aaron Burrell. You got tickets, baby. You that, got look, tickets. Aaron's yes. sitting right here. Yeah, he too. knew what time it was. He already, he already knew what time it was, baby. Boom. Yeah. Going to the Raiders Congrats, and Titans showdown, man. Are we, so are we giving um the pass away to Aaron as well? Yeah. He's coming the to the VIP tailgate. Yeah. You coming to the VIP tailgate. You coming to the VIP tailgate? 
Okay, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. All, all, all drinks, all food, all you can eat, all you can consume. I think he gets two, right? It's a pair of tickets and a pair of passes. Yeah, here we go, baby. Congrats, Aaron. Thanks, Aaron. Yes. Man, y'all better get up here, man. The clock's going to buckle a while. Andy just took the the shot. Look at that. Boy, I wish I could get over there with Aaron right now. I know. I'm feeling it. Go Vols. Go Vols. Okay. Um, Mm -hmm. Moving on. (laughs) We got some callers. Why don't we jump into the phone lines here? 615-737-1045. We have a few minutes here before the top of the hour, the 4 o'clock hour, and then we'll Mm -hmm. get with Greg Cosell. Uh, our film guru guy, that's at 420. But before we do that, let's go to Nashville. Scott is on the phone uh, in Nashville. Hey, Scott. They got something to They get all that piece together, Joe. Hey, Scott, you're, you're live on the air, buddy. <laughs> we got you, Scott. Okay. Scott ain't listening. Scott's at work. Yeah. I'm glad he didn't say anything incriminating yeah, yeah. there. Well, I can All tell right. you exactly what Scott wanted to say. We need to stop calling Derrick Henry King Henry when he's only getting one yard per carry. Is that what he said? Yeah, seriously, that really is what he wanted to talk about. Okay. Mm. Well, I mean, wow. that's fine, but... Do you got demoted to Prince? Or? It's not like Derrick Henry can run through a brick wall. Yeah. I mean, I know we like to, <laughs> to think he could bad boy. and he would, he'll but bad boy, Babs, he there's a problem bad. when your offensive line... Gives you zero room to Zeto. run. Zeto. Ollie, Ollie would lose his mind right now if he was here too, Hunk. We just had uh, Titan Spider-Man stroll off in here, man. I mean, this oh, costume. He'd be in Full-fledged. Full-fledged. We're going to get CJ to it's get a picture. It's that Titans love you blue. Mm-hmm. Spider-Man. I, that's he got legit. Gloves. He, he, lo- he loaded up. He ready I, to I need to know where he got that or who made that <laughs> for him. I need yeah. that for Ollie's birthday in a couple of weeks. It's serious. It's legit. It is. All right. Um, Back to the phone lines real quick. Marlon in the borough. Hey, Marlon, how are you? Hey, how you guys doing? How you guys doing? Doing good, good Marlon. Hey, man, y'all ain't heard from me in a long time. I'm about to, you know, I usually make them good predictions, but I told everybody before the season started, man, the Vaughn's going to either go 11-1 or they're going to go 10-2. And I'm telling you, this game against Florida on Saturday is going to be a good game, but it's going to be a close game because it's a rivalry game. But with Tillman's out, that means Hyatt's going to have to be playing his butt off. And mm-hmm. he needs to catch some balls. If he had to go and put some stick on his hands in the honor of a Lester Hayes, he needs to put some stick on his hands. He needs to catch that ball on Saturday because they need to win that game so they can go to beat LSU so I can come up there and, and watch the Alabama game and see everybody outside the stadium because that's going to be the one that everybody's going to be at. The Alabama. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you talking, you yeah, you're talking about a build-up, boy. You let that yeah. go down just in that order like you just said? It, regardless of Alabama and how they playing or whatever it is, you talking about belief and hope, it'll be through the roof. Mm. And that'll be an interesting week, man. I'll be interested to see how I react during that week. Um, regardless of what happens the next two, three, two. I have to wait. I'll let okay. you know. <laughs> I'll let you know, man. Well, I will be hyped regardless. It but. looks like, I think WBR out of Knoxville uh, put the report out. It looks like. Cedric Tillman is highly questionable is what they put out. So I don't think anybody's expecting Tillman to Mm -hmm. play. So guess what? Somebody else has to. Now, on the other side of the ball, they're banged up. They've got some injuries defensively. That that defensive player, the best one is out too. Yep. Ventrell Miller, I believe is his name. Ventrell, yep. So So, uh, maybe that evens out. But that's that's where I look Mm -hmm. to, okay, 
who's going to step up and, and be that person? Who's going to be that guy? And you know what, Babs? We can hit on that coming back uh, in this 4 o'clock hour. You know, with Tillman out, who is somebody that steps up? Who do you believe steps up in this Tennessee-Florida matchup, man, with whether it be receivers, whether it be the O-line stepping up, whether it be the running game? And it's funny that we had Ramon um, Savage on here talking about the offensive lines. Um, you have to stay, stay, um, stay in tune with that, man. Me and Babsy may have a little surprise for you on the offensive line of the week. Just, uh, tap in. This is 3HL. You got yours? I got mine, Babsy. You got yours? Mine's loud and clear. <laughs> S-A-W-F-T. Soft. That's after the break. Stick yep. around. <laughs> <laughs> 